<coughs> so me'inyan le'inyan, ba'is inyan. We just got finished a, a huge almond, almost a blot of tznius. The Gemara continues. Not Mike Shalom. The Gemara continues with a with a very 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 chashav in Tanakh about about tznius. So we all know that that for a lot of Shaul's melucha, Shaul spent chasing David. And Shaul wanted to kill David, you know, at first it was clandestine, and then, then it was just out in the public that Shaul wanted to kill him. And it happened one time that Shaul was in the exact same cave as David. David was in the inside, inside, inside of the cave, unbeknownst to Shaul, Shaul went to sleep in that cave, and David Amalek could have eaten. There was David Amalek, and David could have easily killed Shaul, and he did not kill Shaul. Rather, he cut off the corner of his begot, and that's going to be topic of a lot of we talk about tonight. Now, I'm going to read to you the pasuk. You'll excuse me if I get some of the nekudas wrong. It's a pasuk in Shmuel Aleph, and we're going to dash in this pasuk. But let's just read the context. After Shaul, after David cut off Shaul's begging, he reappeared to him. And he said, Shaul, they're feeding you bad information. I'm not out to kill you. Look, today, your eyes saw Hashem delivered you to my hands in the cave. Va'amar lahargecha. Now, what the word means to say is, va'amarti lahargecha. I said I could kill you. But va'amar is like someone else is saying it. Va'amar lahargecha. And then the next word is, v'tochas alecha. I had compassion on you. Now, if you're talking in first person about yourself, the proper way to say it is, v'chasti alecha. I had compassion on you. And again, it says, v'tochas alecha. And I said, now the Pasuk reverts to normal talking. I am not going to touch the king. You are anointed by Hashem. So the Gemara, we're going to start right now. Second wide line on Samach Beis of Beis. Those two um, phrases are supposed to have been said in first person. In which case, each of the verbs should have been in first person. Va'omar, and it was said. Va'omar timi baile, I said. This is David talking about himself in first person. Va'tochas, and it, or he, or she, had compassion on you. Va'chastimi baile, I had compassion on you. So the Gemara is making this to the Yukim and the Pasik that the two verbs, when David was talking about himself, that I could have killed you, and I didn't kill you, and I had compassion on you, it said, and it killed, could have killed you, and it had compassion on you. What's going on? Says the Gemara, <coughs> says the Gemara, Omar, Rebbe Lazar, David Lashol. David told Shal, Min you should know, the strict halacha is ben harigata. You're marked for death. 
Sharei Raidafata. You're a Raidaf. You're chasing me to kill me. Admittedly. You said you want to kill me. And the Torah paskins, if someone comes to kill you, you kill him first. You know what saved you, and this is why this is here. Because you had an extreme level of tznius, it had compassion on you. And that's the resolution of the words in the Pasik. I didn't say, I wanted to kill you. I didn't say I wanted to save you. Tsnias did. Vatochas. It's talking about a removed party. It's not me. I didn't say I wanted to kill you, and I didn't say I wanted to have. And I didn't say I wanted to have compassion on you. The Tsnias stepped in and acted. The Tsnias saved you. El The Tsnias that was with you. He chasa alecha. That is what saved you. Umayhi. What was Shaul's great sneeze? When Shaul came to shepherd the sheep, on the road, and he had to go to the bathroom. There was a cave there. And Shaul went, and that's a nice way of saying going to the bathroom. We learned in Abraisa, he went inside a fence, inside another fence, and a cave within a cave, and still Amr Ablazer, what does it mean? Even though he was in private, 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 there's four levels of private, there was two gates and two caves, he was in Spitz private, he still covered himself in the bathroom, and that level of Tznius, we know, Shaul is an Enochel of Rachel who had Sneas, and Shaul is a Zayda of Esther, Ain Esther, my God, this Meladita who had Sneas. So Shaul's extreme Eid of Sneas is what saved him. That's the Gemara. But there's a plenty to talk about. So, first of all, Rabbaran Kotla brings in Mishnah Sarbaran from a sefer called Galia Masechta. Who said David had the right to do this? The halacha of a roidif, when someone is chasing someone to kill him, habolahargacha, it doesn't say roitze, hashkem lahargai, it doesn't say yochal lahashkem lahargai, it says, it's a command, hashkem lahargai. So asks the Galia Masechta, what do you mean, doubled like a grace of Fermat? No, 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 you violated the halacha. It says, you should hashkem lahargai. You decided you're not going to do that. So that's the first kasha. That how could David opt out of the halacha of Raidif? So the Sefer Chassidim says, David made a chashim. David said like this, if I kill Shaul, what's going to be tomorrow, mar- tomorrow morning's New York Times? Shaul was killed while sleeping in a cave protected by his officers. That is such a message of vulnerability that it will communicate to the outside world that the greater harm that this will do to Klal Yisrael is terrible. So David said, I know I'm mechuyiv to kill him. I'm not going to kill him, which could very well, this happened one more time, this repeated itself with Shalom David, which could very well end in me getting killed, but I'd rather get killed than harm Klal Yisrael. So the Sefer Chassidim is answering that the Emerson, if you don't have an overarching cheshbon, 
the din of Roidev is not voluntary. The din of Roidev is required unless, like David, you have an overarching cheshben that you keeping the halacha of Roidev is going to cost lives. Instead, you, you, David sat, David stood down. But otherwise, you have to do it. That's point number one. That's point number one. Point number two is there's an amazing Malbim here. It's an amazing Malbim. The Malbim says, what was going on here was that David had a real suffix on his hands. On one hand, either because we just said from the Sefer Chassidim, or because like David seems to say, Pashapshat, I am not, and David screamed at all of his men, do not lay a finger on Shaul. He's the Mashiach Hashem. Do not, in Yibal Nisaras Reisha, do not as much as pluck one hair off his head. He's the Mashiach Hashem. So on one hand, David really did not want to inflict harm on Shaul. On the other hand, David had a little voice nagging and saying, already the Navi has told David, you're the next king. <coughs> and that's why Shaul was chasing him. Hashem already said you're king. In fact, David was already anointed king. The little voice came to him and said, David, maybe this is Hashem's plan of your ascension to the throne. Meaning, Hashem, you know Hashem wants you to become king. How do you know that Shaul is going to die of a heart attack in his bed and that's how you're going to become king? Maybe this is what Hashem wants. Now listen to those words. Maybe this is what Hashem wants. Sh- David had a fruma cheshbon. We always have this. This is the most tough dilemmas that we face. We face dilemmas. This is the most tough dilemma. Because if we have Tutsadim, should I speak Lashon Hari to you now as a juicy piece of Lashon Hari? Yeah, I don't even know what I saw today. Or not. Like, okay, I know the Tut Stadim here. I'm not saying I'm going to be Ayman bin Asayan, but I know the Tut Stadim over here. There is no Firma Cheshbaitis there. Juicy piece of Lashon Hara. We're not. Okay. But when a person has a Firma Cheshbaitis, that's what kills you. That's what nags at you. On one hand, the Firma thing to do is not touch a Mashiach Hashem. On the other hand, the frumma thing to do is to help Hashem carry out his plan. How does one decide when they're faced with two tzaddim, both of which he can make the case, are coming from whatever you want to call it, your good side, the Yitzvotai of Hashem, your better angels, whatever you want to call it, how does one make a decision when they're faced with two tzaddim that are mamish l'shem shamayim? Says the Malbim, David is teaching us a massive strategy. What you do is you engage in the act in a very, very light form. You commit a couple percent. You don't commit full. You commit a couple percent down that road and then you watch. So David, says the Malbim, did a slight act of Meirid B'malchus. He was Mavaza the king's clothing. Make no mistake about it. He, he, it wasn't, it was, it was, 
David could have simply taken a post-it and put it on Shaul's forehead. I was here. Or drawn in lipstick on the mirror in the bathroom. Hi, David, have a nice day. David could have left other forms of evidence that I was that close. No, says the mob. You were the clothing. You know why he was mavazed the clothing? He engaged in an act of Meirid B'malchus. Why did he engage in an act of Meirid B'malchus? Because when you, when you have a Frumach when you have two Tzadim, and you have two Yetzir Tavs talking to you, and you want to know what's the right thing to do, pursue it slightly. And then, says the mountain, every Yid has an inner voice and if they've done something wrong and they're listening very closely, they will feel pangs of harata. Do a little, dip your toes in, go for it, not 100%, 10%, and listen to your inner voices. We're going to get in the test, if you're doing Dafyami, in the Dharm test, we're going to say, we're shayim, we're full of harata. Because every yid, Jews are guilty, every yid has an inner voice. And the inner voice, if you're on a bad road, will say, I feel so bad for what I did. Okay, now you know that. If you do it and you feel, hmm, that feels right, then go all the way. David is teaching us a massive strategy. And what does the Pasik say next about David? The Pasik says, Vayach lev David Isaac. David's heart hit him. Which means, says the Malbum, the test worked. He engaged in an act of rebellion, purposely. He didn't simply <coughs> say, with evidence, I was here. He engaged in an act of rebellion. He went down that road, not all the way down that road. He went down that road slightly, and then your heart will tell you the barometer if what you're doing is the right thing or the wrong thing. And David's heart said, stop it. It's terrible. Do not engage in that. And he, and he backed off. So what was he supposed to do, just walk away? Because he was punished for it. Oh, we're going to get there next. Rabbi Yenis and Steif says, says that this story is not David's Chiddush. The story has antecedents in the Torah. <coughs> when Yosef HaTzadik was engaged in the negotiations with Ashes Paitifar, so we're always accustomed to thinking it was a regular old story of Asia's Paitifar was up to no good, and Yosef had a Nisayan, and Yosef was Aymid bin Nisayan. But we also know, we learned this insight that we know this, that Asia's Paitifar <coughs> saw in a Ruach HaKodesh that she will end up having kids with Yosef. If there is a mitzvah involved here, there is a future involved here, there is something real involved here. This is not stam, some lurid tale. This is not stam, some tabloid material. There's something real here. And Aisha's Paitifar informed Yosef through the sources that me and you are destined to have kids. And Yosef saw the truth in it. And Yosef had the same moral dilemma. It's not, Yetzirah, it's not, should I tell you the juicy piece of Lashon Hara? I, I know the answer to that. Whether or not I knew the science, a different story, but I know the answer. It's also a Yetzirah Taif. On one hand, there, there's, I, I see evidence. The Zayar HaKadosh says they're supposed to have kids together. 
On the other hand, she's an Ashes Ish. So what do I do? There's no, there's no bad side here. There's two tzedadim of good. How does one react when he's faced with two pushes for good? Same Eitzah, says Rebianus and Shtaif. You go down the road a little bit. Yosef took off his baghead and left it with Eishas Paitifar. And that's what we have in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vayazeh Bigdeh. Yosef left it. Yosef started ever so slightly in the act. And what happened when Yosef left his clothing there? Demus Yankiv appeared to him in the window, which we know was Yosef's better half calling him to Yosef, you're doing the wrong thing. It's the exact same thing. Says Rabbi Anderson Steif, Yosef was faced with two good stadim. The way to deal when you have two stadim and they're both presenting themselves with credentials from the Yetzir Taif is to slightly go down that road. Don't go all the way down that road because then, of course, you're too late. You're all in. But go slightly down that road. In David's case, do some Meirid B'malchus. In Yosef's case, do some beginning act of being together with Eishas Paitifar. And then listen to your heart. And then listen to your harata. And then listen to your feelings. If your harata starts going nuts, saying this is the wrong thing, then you know you made the wrong choice. If not, you know you made the right choice. And this album is here. Beautiful mouth. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're, now you're, you're saying What? Stop. What? By the way, and Steif, just to bother you, said the proper way to pronounce last week's parsha is Neuvach. It doesn't even register. Okay, fine. I'll argue about that later. Shoots. Yeah. But, um, no reaction. Yeah. So you're, saying, you're saying that after Vayazid Bigdad, there's a comma, then to Mustiyakner of Yaakov, and then Vayanas Vayetzi I thought the whole thing was that she grabbed his cloak and then he ran outside. And, and he saw his father before this Vayazid Bigdad. I, I, yeah, me too. I, 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 yeah, I also thought so. I, I know. I did not see the Rianus and Steif inside. I saw it quoted. I don't have a reason to that. I'll attack her. But I, I hear you. I, yes, Mask. This is a, a new shot that he took off his clothes. That's, that's, that's what Nelson's having. Yeah, that's yeah. New, uh, yeah. So what about the mice of Bashevo? Shouldn't he have taken the same advice? Do something and then one see One second, one second. Hey, I'm not a 10 expert. Right, no, none of us are. Um, <laughs> if you're not, we're for sure not. Um, <laughs> Like this. No one is saying that there's any foolproof method to beat the Yetzirah ever. If, if, like, again, with the, with the Lush and Hara thing, yeah, and I was like, Kol Amr Dabba Chatein Alatayim. Barbanel says, Animen Alatayim. But, but, David was punished for the rest of his life. This David's life is three stories. Shul, Basheva and all the punishments. That's the rest of David's life. Everything after the baby dying, and every single Misa, his kids, his Moedish, Abdom, Amnon, every single Misa afterwards is direct payment for what happened with Basheva. So, an Oreo. Now, something bad happened there. You want to call it a chet? No, it's not a chet because because he sent him in the war and the get was Chalam Afred. 
Something bad happened. This is not a way to save you from sin, which means right now, if I have this juicy piece of Lashon that I'm dying to share, then there's no two roads to go down and I should try this road and it's going to save me. This is only an Eitzah. A, if you want to be saved. I mean, all of us have done sins of passion, right? So we didn't want to be saved. So this is only an Eitzah if you want to be saved. And it's only an Eitzah if you're convinced that it's coming from a good place. This will stop you. If you know it's coming from a bad place, you're not listening to this voice. So there's any, this doesn't stop sin, this stops Fumi Yitzhar. Now, Fumi Yitzhar is a whole shot. By the way, that's why Lenechtam Gzardinim El Alagazel in this week's parsha because of Pachshav Pruta. If you're Myra Hatter, you'll never stop. Fumi Yitzhar is the worst thing. So this is an eights against the Fumi Yitzhar. It's not an eights against the Yitzhar of passion. Now, Avi. So let's do the next one, then we'll answer you. Vayakam David, Vayichres, David got up and cut off as Kenaf Hamil Asher Lashal Balat, the corner of the beggar that was sticking out of Shal. Anyone who's Mavazah Begadim, like we just saw, especially with the, with the Vart from the Malbim, it wasn't coincidental Bizayan. It was, it was Mamish Mechuvindika. Planned, premeditated, first degree bazillion. Soifen and Ahanamehem, you will never have Hanah from clothing. Shinamra, like we find in the beginning of Malachim, Vamelech David, Zakem Baba Yamim, David was aged. Vayichasu, Begadim, don't even, don't even think about correcting me. Vilayichamloi. And they gave him clothing and it did not warm him. So, frecked Avi and frecked everyone else. I don't understand. So David had two options. To put a bullet through Shaul's head or to cut off his clothing. David opted for the less violent act of cutting his frock. If you would have cut his neck, there wouldn't be repercussions. Abba Vibalti cut his frock. There's repercussions. Hi, you talking? That's everyone's caution. It sounds mamish wrong. So... All the does it really? Because really? Like, I'll give you an example from Shaul himself. Yeah. He should have. He should have. Oh, Shmuel. He should have killed Aga. That was the more right. Shaul should have killed. Shaul should have killed Aga. Right. That was the more violent action as opposed to sparing him, and he right. did. Right. Right. And that was the that was worse. Yan Asher Moastes Dvar Hashem. Yan Asher Moastes Dvar Hashem. To see Dave Freeman lay in Shabbos Parshas Agog when he takes the Yad and does Vayishasif for, for dramatic effect. <laughs> anyway, I kids her. <laughs> so, so, tell you, I, like, I beg to be invited everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I kids her. So, so the answer that I used to go with till this year, till I just saw this, the answer I used to go with was it's not a punishment, it's a Metzius. Bergman has this whole vark. It's not a punishment, it's a mitzvah. You're not punished, you're right, you did the right thing. But Lamaisa, if someone doesn't respect something, they will never get the full benefit from it. It's not a punishment, it's a mitzvah. That's hard to sell. But I saw a Ben Yayada this morning that's just great. The Yalkit says that David cost Shaul the mitzvah of tzitzis. 
So the Ben Yayonda is Masber, just beautiful. Ben Yayonda says, okay, David, you had to show evidence to show that you were that close. If I was close enough to, to do a tailoring job on your frock, I could have done a, a killing job on your chest. So I had to show you that I was that close. But why did you have to cut the bed kenaf? Where does that word kenaf come from? Tzitzis. If I, why do you have to cut off the baguette in a way that it's going to passel it from chiv tzitzis? You could have cut it in the middle and preserved the chiv tzitzis and had everything. Says the Ben Yayada, when you take an item that has capability of ruchnius, when you have a zach that is shayich to ruchnius, and you take it and you vacate the ruchnius from it, and you make it no longer capable of serving a ruchnius function, and you render it a pure gashmius um, um, function, that is unforgivable. And that is what David paid for. David did not pay for the fact that he spared Shaul's life. David did not pay for the fact that he caught a beggar. It was the necessary thing to do. David paid for the fact that he downgraded it from being a Ruchnius capable, a Ruchnius ready item to a Ruchnius void of Ruchnius item. Aaron Cutler, in, in not the same shtickle, says that this, this is, this is, this was his shmooze about taking advantage of Shabbos and Yom Tevim and Yom Neroim. That, that when you take something that has the capability of Ruchni, you know, you have like a, you have like a, a day of Yontif. It has the capability of so much Ruchnius and, and what we use it for is stuffed cabbage and veal and the New York Times. In other words, that, that's, that's Rabbi Aaron's example. But, but, but the Vart, forget Rabbi forget the Muslim for a second. But the Vart of the Ben Yayad is an amazing Vart. That you're taking what could have become tzitzis and you're making it incapable of any ruchnistic portion. And that, that's what David paid for. So I like I like that opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you because because you because you take clothing and you make them useless. I will make clothing useless to you. I mean, I mean, if we really want, we could go deeper into that story and say, like, you made you took what could have been a, a holy piece of gashmius and made it pure and made it pure, um, like nothing. That I'm gonna you're gonna have a visha. No marriage, no kids, no capability of union, pure gashmish. She's just a warming blanket, which is, which is, you know, which is pretty mida connected mida. What, Yanni? Say, Shul's not running around with a beggar that didn't have tzitzis, that could have had tzitzis. So it must have had tzitzis. Right. And then you cut off that corner, and now it's not hiding tzitzis. Now it's not hiding tzitzis. Yeah. Okay. And the Yalkut's Lashen is Shul Heilich Belit Tzitzis. That was, that was. The Alcatraz, which fits with what you're saying. Okay, fine. Uh, even though we have very little to Chazer, well, we'll Chazer.